It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. <laughs> oh, there's just sheer nonsense that goes on before when the when the title what a blooper reel. Play. What a blooper reel. Yeah, mostly can't be released. <laughs> I'm getting new five minutes there. Uh, we're happy. Hi, I'm Stephen. Um, you're Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you? Oh, hi, oh, hi, Steve. Oh, hi, Daryl. Uh, not the usual thing, but who cares? Um, what a win. Um, oh my lord uh, Championship style defence From A-Rod That's what he said And I yep. believe him Minus 2 degrees Celsius um, In Lambeau It mm. was What's that 28 Fahrenheit Okay look yeah. American brethren Can you please just stop With the Fahrenheit thing Yeah get It doesn't make any sense Yeah Zero makes sense Zero mm. is frozen Yep Okay There's only other The only countries in the world That actually use it Are America The Cayman Islands And Liberia So stop it Yeah See ya. It's it's one of those things, isn't it? Kilometers and miles. Don't they use miles still instead yeah, of KMs? Stop that as well. The metric stop system it. action. Yeah, just yeah. you know, say your surname's right, and also quit it with Fahrenheit. Stop. It's twenty yeah. below. Just oh, don't, what, what's that yeah, mean? Just don't, don't even know what that means. Does that mean cold? I don't know. Mm, who knows? That's know. yeah. And um, so yeah, great win. Absolutely great win. And um, what I would say is, is as you said, it's kind of. We said this before the podcast, but it's so hard not to get drawn into it, is that if we beat them and we absolutely wallop them in an unbelievable fashion, if we beat them, it's go- everyone's going to be too high on them. And then if we lose, everyone's going to be too low on them. It's very hard not to be too high on them right now because we... Yeah. They were the number one offense coming in. Uh, they were putting up crazy, silly scores. Because that, that that was the thing we got right. So here's the trope, um, and you, I'll let you loose on this if you want. Um, is that some guy, I think it was PFF maybe, or some, some I don't know who it was, said, oh, the Packers have the same record against winning teams as the Jets. Um, which was in some way an attack on the Packers because we simply hadn't played teams that we could yep. test our muscle against. It's really weird. It's like owning a Ferrari and only having opponents who were driving Ladders. Now, this is a massive hyperbole here. Um, and sort of getting criticised for the fact that the competitors that you are put up against aren't any good. I mean, the Packers did the business against them. And this was arguably, you know, their biggest test, certainly at this stage in the season, to come up against a team who had the number one scoring offence, Derek Henry, who was hitting historic numbers, is an outside who? chance. Who is an outside I chance? At all that night. Isn't it amazing that he still nearly got a hundred yards and that scene is an absolute yeah. win? Zing! Yeah. Uh, but you know, and that was the criticism that we hadn't faced a good team. Here we face a good team, and we have all of our star players and then some stepping up and uh, defense. And what a time to play a complete game! But enough of the factors come into that, Daryl. Don't they? I mean, when you're talking about, it's in Lambo, it's in the snow, yep. it plays to all of our strengths. And maybe their weaknesses. We did say there were a weak defense coming in, but not only did we do it on offense, defense was spectacular oh, on the night. Like if if I mean hats off to Mike Petton, chapeau, my man. I'm saying like he stifled one of the NFL's best defenses. I mean, I am absolutely delighted for him. And if he didn't go home with his finger stuck up outside the window as he passed by every single person, like he deserves all the plaudits for this. Um, because they really fronted up. And as and as we said, if you just look at some of it, so if you look at the box score no scores for the Titans in the first quarter they got seven in each of the next two quarters and they got nothing in quarter four and, yeah. then, and then at the time we scored six, thirteen, fourteen, seven to get our delicious 
40 burger yeah nom 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 but see this is the thing as well about petting right and, and again I can already I haven't read too much criticism because I've largely stood off social media for that um, mm. you know you're too tired and weary at that time of night anyway uh, on this side of the pond to be going near it I generally don't tweet at all uh, when it comes to the late games because there's not enough people up and then people wake up to like 700 tweets from the UK Packers going on about yeah. the game but anyway um, I haven't seen an awful lot of negativity but you just know it's going to be based around the likes of oh well you know it was kind of simple what they had to do but no no one attacked the Titans this season like it was simple stopping Derrick Henry seemed like an impossible task but yeah. I think the Packers did an absolutely fantastic job like you said of fronting up because that's again what we said on quick snap quick snaps oh Jesus get another one in there um, still doing it with you I know yeah you're always doing it uh, so doing it. I think you're a bit of an addict uh, so it's when it comes to they stack the box and like we asked them to do, they dared Tannehill to throw the ball, which again, he has... I saw the stats that were coming out in the game last night. We're talking about that he's the top... Uh you know, passer rating uh, at this from the time he's come in and took over from Marcus Mariota onwards. Um, you know, he's been throwing X amount, whatever the yardage and everything like that is. And he's sneaky uh, fast in the sense that you know where we stacked the box against Henry and then he went off and ran a running touchdown in, which was brilliant because they brought the game back to within five points, which is another magical yeah. thing we have to mention in this game. They yeah. brought the game back close and then the Packers just ran away with it again. So yeah. all of the questions that I think we had and all of the advice that we had about stacking the box, forced Tannehill to throw and trust their cornerbacks. Now, Kevin King, there was a couple of very dodgy stuff that he did but Jair Alexander again Daryl has oh, made leaps amazing. and bounds and I don't know amazing. why people throw his way anymore because it's just not going well for you. Yeah. No, like, well, let's so let's look at the Titans coming into this game, and I think this is key. And don't you just hate it when you're right? Because this is something you mentioned last week, and it came to pass. So we look at the Titans; they're tied for first in the NFL with 31.1 points per game. We gave them 14. Yeah. They gain 399.4 yards per game. We gave them 260. Mm. And look at look at Henry. Even when I rewatched the highlights this morning, he didn't even feature in them. I might have saw the back of him once. In yeah. It. But he managed just 98 yards from 120 per game usually. You said this last week. You slow him down, you neutralise them. He ran 23 times for 98 yards. He looked ordinary. And it's hard yeah. to say that, that 98 yards is, is still a decent <laughs> yeah, call, yeah. right? But yeah. he looked ordinary. His longest run was only 10 yards. Now that's that's not Henry having a bad game. The weather didn't suit him. Yeah. But that game was, he could still run. There was room for him to run. We just didn't give him any. Yeah, very interesting as well, let's just say, right? Just to pause it there. The, the thing was, he could still run because the mm. comms even commented how many players were actually slipping last night. And even on yeah. the Titans side there, I didn't see a whole lot of slippage um, no. in the sense that it looked like they were on uh, good enough footing. There was times where they, I think they zeroed in on... Um, Henry and they showed the bottom of his cleats and they were full of snow but he still had studs on which he typically doesn't do but yeah. they, they held their footing there and that's the thing about uh, Derrick Henry uh, you know like you said we said if you sort of stop him the other thing I said was is that it'll come down to defence if we get a scoring defence or we get a defence that can take it away I think it was something like Tannehill hasn't had a two takeaway game for X amount of games and yeah. we did it again to him in that yeah. game so it sort of came down to defence and this is the thing right and not to hark uh, too much on about it because I do feel find it was very one-sided um, in the sense that we used Aaron Jones heavy we used Devontae Adams heavy and everyone else just played kind of a bit part role that doesn't lend itself to the conversation of is that we have an abundance of weapons we're going to the guys that work but what I would say is is like the Megatron debate with the Lions if you take Megatron mm. out you, you have to go to someone else but when Devontae Adams the best wide receiver in the league hands down for me 
is firing on all cylinders like he is coming off a game remember where he was dropping balls and everything else for him to come back with that confidence so for Aaron Rodgers yeah. to remark after the game that he's one of the best players he's ever played with and the and he doesn't say that really at all I mean he's held on to the Charles Woodson comparison for so long but he says that Devontae definitely has to be up there now after playing with him for so many years so Devontae was firing on all cylinders Aaron Jones goes out with the toe injury uh, the back uh, I believe it was maybe a hip as well uh, and then AJ Dillon comes in Daryl mm. and absolutely does the business but um, yeah we need to talk about Dillon I think we're going to have to focus on him in a minute I mean he got himself 124 yards and two touchdowns if I'd have gave those stats to you before the game and said who was that player you'd have said it was Derek Henry yeah um, the fact that AJ Dillon comes completely out from left field to be fair to Dillon this was a personal story for him because he, he was given the opportunity a rare opportunity to go and do the business and boy did he do the business now it does add does this make the Dillon versus Jones argument a little bit harder now? Do we sell Jones now and keep Dillon? So if you look back at, say, so look at AJ Dillon, he got 124 yards and two touchdowns. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's a personal story for him. He's one of these players that doesn't get an awful lot of games. Um, and when he does, he took his chances. He was brilliant. Yeah. But that's what we did question it. And again, it's funny, the sort of conspiracy, this goes to show you about conspiracy theories. Um is that there was this sort of thing, wasn't there, that, oh, they're keeping AJ Dillon uh, sort of a secret and then they're going to unleash him in this game. It wasn't meant as a uh, fall this way because Jamal uh, no. Williams got injured uh, before like before this week, so he wasn't able to play. And then they had AJ Dillon. They had to slot him in there more. Now, what I would say, AJ Dillon to me, and again, I know we joke about this, right? But I think his body language is weird. So, they, like, it seemed like... He has massive playability in the sense that he can break off big runs and barrel people over. But just look at him when he's coming back to the line of scrimmage. I don't know what it is about him, but it's like he's kind of zoned out. It's like he's kind mm. of looking away into the air. Usually players come back sort of zeroed in. But what, I don't know what it is about him. It looks like almost a lack of confidence or something. And hopefully this game will go leaps and bounds. He also hasn't been getting the touches that he kind of deserves. Now, one of those touchdowns was kind of a, a game sealer at the end where he kind of falls over and um, which was one of a couple of efforts by Packers players that Devontae Adams touchdown his first one where he dives over the line just a clever clever play yeah. um, but what I would say is, is that, and this is kind of my narrative and, and kind of not to get carried away we knew the Titans defence was poor Devontae Adams had one of his best games and that's saying a lot because he's been fantastic AJ Dillon stepped up big time but again an awful lot of these big runs, like it, a, a long of 30, were kind of mixed in with a bunch of really small stuff. Now, we got some important first downs. Um, when you look at the Titans, we were able to shut down Derrick Henry, which took away the play action for them. And we got so much pressure. I mean, we cannot yeah. go any further, really, without talking about the Smiths and Gary, can we? No, no, I don't think you can. Darnell Sauvage. I mean, you look it's at two Smiths. Jair, sorry, and Darnell. I mean, Unbelievable. They played out of their skins. And if you look at, I suppose, if you focus on the defence then, we saw sort of a rarely used base defence by Petten where he had five men up front with two inside linebackers behind it. Yeah. You look at Kirksey and Martin, I mean, they rotated. And you have Chris Barnes, so let's face it, he's still a rookie. Mm. They just, the three of them commanded for nine tackles and an interception. I mean, that was just phenomenal yeah. stuff. And do you know what, Daryl? That sort of, because we were forced into that due to injury, I was looking at that probably the same as you were and said, why aren't we playing this type yeah. of defense more yeah. often? Day in, day out. Yeah. yeah. Why play all the small guys and you know who can't? Because that's what I did worry about earlier on in the season, eyeing this Tennessee game. I was thinking, how are we going to front up yeah, against the Titans do? team? Yeah, yeah, with all these smaller do? dudes. But yeah. when you see some of the lads that were on him and taking him down, and again, Adrian Amos, like a massive shout out to him. He played linebacker sometimes last night and he made some yeah. great tackles on uh, Derrick Henry by bringing him down. And I think... Uh, he's fantastic and on top of that we talk about how well we did 
there was like a sauvage I believe it was him who dived up and cut her out and he got the ball in his hands and ended up dropping it we could have that was a run to the house as well that was a pick six so we could have came away with an awful lot more in that game as well so we still left points on the field I think we did and like I was nervous up when I I was absolutely delighted but I was still nervous in the third quarter I think was where it changed for me and you you sort of hinted at it earlier we were 19-14 this was game on Yeah. you get Jones down rips off a 59 yard pass and sets up a touchdown and the defence then get a three and out like that was the turning point for me and that was quite late in the game when you look back at the highlights you think we had this from the beginning but that was a and there was a couple of instances where Titans were back in this game for all of our dominance but I think that goes to show you that the Titans looked disinterested at times but they were still extremely potent and they were in that game I think until that point it's after that point their heads drop slightly well another important thing to raise at this juncture as well is, is another reason why not to get carried away but I am I was going around the house squeaking last night and again this morning when I watched it again on the condensed I was just I couldn't get enough of it but uh, we did get what was it um a punt return that mm. was that came back and I think they ran at 50 something yards J.K. Scott makes his one tackle of the season that doesn't make yeah. him look like an absolute yeah. uh, but then it gets yeah. brought back because of an offside which was probably not offside because they showed it again we looked out there uh, you alluded to it just now the Aaron Jones long run of whatever it was 50 odd 59 yards 59, I think it was it yeah, 59 yeah. Yards, yeah. so he goes down but he did step out but then Vrabel didn't um, go and challenge it now here's where I will stop and say I had a guy called Craig Schilbauer and Craig Schilbauer uh, works for the Packers and he works on the replays and the game and all that type of stuff and he's like you have to be some sort of savant to be doing that job because you're cutting to so many different angles on yeah. live footage but one of his jobs was is that when Dez dropped it he put up the replay play of Dez dropping it uh, with that famous Cowboys game and he kept replaying it and slow-moing it on the screen to allow the refs to have a good look at it and it was overturned right because then they looked at it and the, uh, Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. then challenged it uh, because he could see it straight away uh, shout out to Craig Schilbauer because he didn't put up the replay of that and the Packers got up to the line snapped the ball and that, that first play ultimately went to nothing um, but the fact that it didn't give Rabel a chance to get a look at it, see him step onto the white line and then try challenge that thing. So we kind of looked out in that regard as well. Not only did the lack of challenge, you know, help us, but all of our star players that we needed to play well did play well and we come out with a perfect performance. But I would say as well, this is the type of performances that we should hopefully expect now um, in yeah. Lambeau Field. And if we get the number yeah. one seed, if the playoffs are coming through Green Bay after a bye to get healthy as well, I mean, yeah. if anything says we're legit playoff contenders, because this does add into it. The weather adds into it. It's one of your players in Green Bay. You know, it's yeah. like the 12th man. So we've got a 12th man now with the weather, and rightly so. Yeah, I think so. And like the one thing to say about that as well with A-Rod is that he is so consistent in any weather conditions, but especially in Lambeau. If you look at yeah. his record, he's 78-19-1 and one at Lambeau. He's consistent in all weather. The man is the coolest man in the room. Yeah. When you see him, even there last night, there was absolutely no rattling him when he was put under a lot of pressure by the Titans. And he's just still so cool in that weather I think that the weather helps and as you say it is the extra man other teams know that um, you know you look at the likes of Adams who was still getting in some serious mileage last night and you know he talked about his cleats he talked well you got to think about that he said you know you're going to get compacted snow it's going to be very slushy very slippy mm. but he, he said you look after your cleats but you've got to know how to play in those positions in those conditions and you look at Henry as well he did look like he was playing in those but the conditions mm. didn't fool him last night he was wearing the proper footwear so even he wouldn't he wouldn't tell you yeah. that you know he, he he looked out the weather ruined his game he's not that type of man he would have just said 
they closed me down. I didn't get to play last night. And I think that that's right. If, if, we, if we get to the Super Bowl, all roads are going to lead through Lambeau. If, of course, we get that home field advantage, which I was kind of hoping we would have gotten last night. That would have been the icing on the cake. But, yeah. you know, with the Seahawks defeating um, the Rams, that um, that knocks that out. But it's up now next week at Chicago in Soldier Field. And just, you know, it's not a quick snaps. But moving on to that game, we're going to have to play in some pretty crap weather there as well. So mm. we're going to have to use that to our advantage, even though the Bears aren't going to be too... Um, no, and it's, it's not a quick snaps but are we going to play as well against the Bears next week doubt it we no. don't have to no but that's the thing and the Bears game is always Bears game correction as well I said. I think I said punt return it was a kick return uh, yeah. because it was a block kick earlier um, which JK Scott made the thing of which it didn't matter anyway um, so yeah it's the game against the Bears again this is a team who play in inclement weather anyway so we're coming up against a team that are well used to it that's going to be an absolute and I will say this with extra emphasis slobber knocker when we come up yeah. against the Bears because um, this is a team as well it's all in for the Bears I mean they still have an outside chance of uh, nabbing a wildcard spot so when you're looking at yep. you know what they have in it how they're playing recently it's a stouter defence um, and it doesn't matter about records or numbers when we come into these divisional games ever um, and in fact I'm pretty upset that we have to come up against the Bears in this last game because I don't know how many times that they have absolutely poo-pooed all over a special event yep. be it Farrell's retirement that. stuff yeah well they're up yeah, for it yeah I mean it. it gets them fired they're fired up to do this just to literally rain all over this parade so you know and again it's a Bears game it's going to be belligerent it's going yeah. to be messy we're going to get down into trenches again it's not going to be it's not going to be artistry like we saw last night this was two mm. offensive teams running at each other um obviously at alternate times but you have the Bears <laughs> game this is they're just going to strong arm us yeah. um, at any point that they can so it's going to be pretty nasty next week so I think I would warn the fans as well it's one of those things of we're on cloud nine at the minute we may not feel so good about it you know next weekend when we were back down in the trenches making mistakes and you know doing things we shouldn't be doing but we got the job done in the most completest game that we've played so far and what a time to start playing this and if the weather helps the weather helps it's it's par for the course. You play in Lambeau Field. That's what you expect. And it was a thing of beauty. It looked fantastic. Yeah. It looked like Pacmas. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Real men play in the snow. You know what they say. Um, it's yeah. just, it was great. It was just a 40-14. It's just an absolutely um, jaw-dropping score to beat an offensive powerhouse of a team. Yeah. And, the obviously the most encouraging the offense have been doing that all season but the most encouraging thing obviously is defense and for anybody like you could look at that right and you could go okay we leaned on Devontae Adams pretty heavy but that's what you do with a star wide receiver um, yeah. would we have liked to have someone else in there doing the business of course we would you know Equinemius St. Brown one reception uh, Robert Tonyan two targets he only pulled in one for but again yeah. it was for 17 yards another uh, person I was kind of uh, impressed by was AJ Dillon with his hands out of the backfield as well now I, I see him credited about one for five I was convinced he had two or three yeah, I thought that I thought that as well I was surprised at that as well I, I re-watched it trying to see if I could spot yeah. them again but I just I couldn't but I thought he definitely had more he looked like he had more than that yeah um, I, I, I thought he definitely had two maybe one was was deemed a run I don't know Um, I, I, who knows Um, I've I re- convinced he had more though Um, but yeah AJ Dillon you know this could be a resurgence in a way Aaron Jones being forced to get on the sideline because he's such a competitive guy and such a durable fella that he, mm-hmm. you know, he was even injured and came back into the game and the comms even commented on it and said like, oh, if I was him, I'd get back in as well because AJ Dillon looked like he was cooking. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a confidence thing for AJ Dillon, hopefully, is that that body language, but still to, to you know, 124 yards and 21 carries, again, use that heavily just because he had what to be. A game, but what a game to pull that out of the bag for. Yeah. This, this is not a team you're supposed to be able to do that for coming fresh off the bench, you know? So it's one of those things. Of, and look at Adams's records. If we just stop and look at them again, he's played only 13 games. He's had 109 catches, 
1,328 yards and 17 touchdowns. Mm. He's only trailing Sterling Sharp now, I think, for 18, and that'll be the record. So it's one of those things of, what a phenomenal set of stats. Yeah. The man is on fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look, you can't... One more TD, and that's you, you just have yep. to crown him. Like, he was wearing the crown, but you really do have to crown him because the stats don't lie. And the thing is, it's not one of these cases where, you know, he's coming up against poor opposition. This is a guy who was... Um, now, again, I'm surprised the Titans didn't get on him more to, you know, triple, quadruple team him. But he was still seeing fairly heavy coverage. He was still hauling in passes, uh, you know, and getting some nice yakety yak. Um, and then also some of the stuff that he pulled in, like there was one of those passes that it was just, it was one, the two really stand out to me. One, there was one, he was ballerina-esque again. It was kind of like a yeah. shoulder throw where he went up and spun around instantly. Um, talk about sort of a, nearly a foreshire, surefire injury. And then the other one was that one that Aaron Rodgers just placed right in front of him. The coverage was perfect from the defender. And as well as that, what I will say is, is honourable mention to the Titans' defence because there was a lot of times uh, where they were in his face. But again, the offensive yeah. line did just enough to keep him clean for long enough. But he did yeah. get knocked a bit. Um, and they were coming on strong at times. So uh, Kenny Vaccaro as well. I mean, there's a sort of a blast in the past. He was making a name yep. for himself as well. I mean, he was really going in for the tackles for a loss. I think he two on the night. Um, so, you know, he was trying to blow stuff up. But yeah, look, Preston Smith as well. I mean, the batted passes, uh, Rashan Gary wasn't getting home all the time, but he was getting that pressure enough that caused one of the interceptions. Um, so again, like, I really can't say enough about the all-team performance and I'm just glad we can say it against the team as high octane as the Titans. That's what I was delighted. I didn't want to pull out the perfect game against the Vikes. You know, I yeah. wanted this to be where we could actually put away some of the doubters and say, oh, but look, your quality of your competition, of course you play four quarters against those guys. I wanted to do this. It, this had to be a statement piece and basically point to us and say, we are contenders. I don't care who you think, yeah. you, who you think you're playing against. We are Packers. This is what we've done. I mean, we're now, tw we're now 12 and three. I'd have taken your hand off for that. Yeah at the beginning of this season yeah so I mean what I'm going to do for the rest of the week is I'm going to enjoy this and I'm going to read every single newspaper article and I'm going to read all the comments underneath because I just want to soak this one up I think we should enjoy this because next week is not going to be um, as, as glorious as this I don't think no matter what way we look at it yeah look you get stifled by good teams too I mean it can't be a case that if we lose a game that people go see I told you you know what I mean you can't hide under a rock for the whole season with a team that goes 13-3 and three or or um, or whatever, you know, and or 12 and 3 at the minute, but 13 and 3 if we get another win, or 12 and 4 if we don't, you know, and sort of be like, and then sort of pop your uh, ugly head out when, you know, we get an ugly loss. I mean, teams suffer ugly losses all the time. I don't know how many times yeah. you've mentioned it throughout the season, sort of top teams get shocked um, by seemingly poor offense. But the Bears game is not going to be an easy game for sure. And I know we like to say the Bears suck, uh, but they're absolutely going to be up the for Bears it. Bears really do suck, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Even, even, but, even, yes. even when they don't. <laughs> they even still. when they, yeah. yeah. They, they played so well there, they yeah, suck. They suck. So, um, yeah, it's going to be nasty, but I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to bask yeah. in the glory of this one. Yeah, big time. I don't think there's a whole lot else we can say. The only thing is, honourable shout-out again to Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett designs. And Matt, we've already given sort of Mike Petney's props, but there was some really beautiful play design that was going on last night with the, the motion off to one side and then yep. splitting out the tight it end was, on the yeah, opposite. It was lovely. It was it, and you know what? And hats off for them executing it the way he obviously planned it to be done. Yeah. Like Everyone was very disciplined last night. Even, and some of those balls were 50-50. They were playing under serious pressure, but they managed to pull it off. They stayed disciplined. The, you know, the consistency was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't see a whole lot on the night about penalties or anything like that as well. No. So um, when it comes down to stuff like that, I mean... 
uh, we did fairly well. Uh, third down efficiencies and all that kind of stuff. Look, it was just a, it was a dream game. And if you look at the time of possession as well, that's what really did it. 36 oh, it minutes. Yeah, um, Which is amazing. Yeah, there you go. Penalties of zero for the Packers. So yeah. there, you go. there you go. Stay disciplined. There you go. You didn't even have to look at the stats. And you didn't just even have, have to look at the stats. Yeah, you just got a feel for it. But there you go. Uh, at Daryl J. O'Brien on Twitter. Um, if they want to give you a follow for some more um, just downright intuitive stuff. Um, so yeah, that's it. At Steady the NFL, at UK Packers. Let's go and bask in the glory of this win, brah. Yep. Yeah. Go, Paco. See you.